0: What you looking at? The old loves Tumblr. It's the best, do you know it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the uh, old people having sex. I love that one. Nope, it's just famous people who used to be couples that we all forgot about, like Val Kilmer and Cher. They were a really good couple, but she also seems so much happier with Rob Camilletti, that bagel boy. Yeah, I mean, they all look super happy, then I guess something just goes wrong. Maybe nothing went wrong. Maybe the relationships just lasted for the
1: amount of time it was supposed to. Maybe all relationships have like a finite lifespan, like, Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson, or Fran and me.
0: Hannah, I don't even know what's going on with you and Fran,
1: but I'm assuming he's right. He actually isn't right. Well, just work it out, because he's a really good guy. He's actually not a good guy, Marnie. He's a seemingly good guy. Okay, well, that's a step up. I
0: mean, Adam didn't even seem like a good guy.
1: Adam was actually more sane than Fran. He was just in the body of a psychopath. Actually, that's not true. Adam's
0: completely insane. And he's bow-legged, just disgusting. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls, reviewing every episode. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 4. Overall, this is Episode 46. It is titled Old Loves. It is directed by Jesse Peretz, written by Bruce Eric Kaplan, And the original air date was March 13th, 2016, to an audience of 479,000 people, 0.479 million. And there's a lot of fucking going on in this. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh,
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's... (laughs) I mean last episode was a lot of nudity but not a lot of uh sexing going on and this one is uh a lot of both. But yes, well, but you know backloaded, you know,
0: towards the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's not they, throughout. It's the not headliner throughout. of the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh this this episode's titled Old Loves, but I would say that this t- episode should have been titled New Loves. True. There's a lot of new fucking going on here. True. There's some um, Friends becoming enemies, there's some enemies becoming lovers, there's some... Were they ever friends? Just, Were they ever friends? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how to tackle this one.
1: Uh, there's only like one scene that really crosses over everybody, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So... Uh. now there's a couple, I don't know, like Jessa and Hannah's kind of weaves together. Yeah quite a bit yeah so i think that maybe we should yeah you know what we should uh, do maybe. we should do um
1: we can do marnie separately we can do elijah separately um and then hannah and jessa together basically yeah and we'll do uh hannah first and then end
0: on jessa how about that that okay. way because i okay. got okay. more All right. stuff yeah okay good yeah that's how i was thinking about tackling it too I'm sure sure everyone loves that this is what we do at the beginning of every podcast, is explain how how are we going to do this. (laughs) How are we doing it? (laughs) This should definitely be a pre-podcast conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, it's part of the charm. Yep. Part of the charm, Vance. Um, So we're going Marnie first. Marnie gets back to her apartment. She's looking really happy. And then uh, she gets to, to... like she's outside of where she lives. she's walking up to her building, and one of her neighbors comes out and he flips her the bird, and she's just kind of like, "What? Why'd you give me the bird?" goes into the building, she's walking up the stairs, another one of her neighbors is walking down the stairs, and she's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And that neighbor is also like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> and Mario's like, what what's going on? Like, why is everyone being so weird?" And that girl. Says that like you know I've it's been really hard being your neighbor because you don't seem to have respect for the people around you and I've tried really hard to be, uh, I guess coy about it or respectful, but uh, you obviously don't respect your neighbors. And then she walks out, and uh, that girl is from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, and and the big sick, she's in that too i really liked her in crazy Mm ex-girlfriend but uh continuing on here um marnie goes and she hears some really loud construction going on she walks into her apartment and desi is doing some kind of crazy home renovation where he's putting up a wall divider to separate the bedroom from his studio slash kitchen and marnie's like what the fuck you didn't tell me about this he was like yeah it was supposed to be a surprise and i didn't think that you'd be home this early and Marnie's pissed, basically. Um, okay. Um, the, yeah, so he's separating
1: a wall and building a wall in their like studio apartment to make it a one-bedroom apartment. And yeah. it got me thinking, why did her and Hannah live in a bigger
0: apartment than her and Desi? Because I think that Desi's a bum and he doesn't really have a job. And but she wasn't really he on a, a CW show and did a Broadway play?
1: And they had a record oh, yeah, deal. That's true. Like, I'm not saying that they have they're with cash, but I do think they have enough for one bedroom apartment somewhere. If Marnie was able to pay for basically her own a two bedroom
0: apartment, yeah, you know what? That's a good point. And they were just in Ecuador. Yeah, they I mean, just yeah, had you, a you can lavish something. vacation.
1: I mean, you can splurge money on vacations and still live like in a in a small apartment stuff. But I just feel like
0: yeah they should have been both of their income yeah but you also Uh, see how desi wastes money like with the guitar pedal like i mean and marnie brings up that she's like yeah i said i wanted more space and you uh, technically have made this less space yeah (laughs) well he did say he thought it
1: was about her wanting to be separate from him but also i don't feel like him being in the studio slash kitchen which is 200 feet (laughs) square yeah, square dude. feet is gonna work like and that happens in a lot of apartments like that like there's a lot of those converted like one bedrooms to two bedrooms but converting a studio like
0: that with the wall just yeah just rough well i your thought is very valid with like why can't they just afford a one bedroom and move into a bigger place which is like Seemingly what Marnie actually wanted. Well, I was thinking if if it was Marnie making that much money as like the
1: gallery receptionist or whatever she was doing in the first season. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, what is she doing for work now? Does she work at Ray's still? No, I don't think anybody works at Ray's really.
0: Except for Elijah. Um, Yeah, Ray's is going is uh, having a rough, rough patch my concern with this was you can't just do that to an apartment that you're renting um they knocked down the wall and
1: no you really can't really it's got to be like a condo that you buy um or else you're just yeah, you just have to like do something else but they did the same thing in uh hannah's apartment when they knocked down that wall when adam knocked down that wall
0: yeah, dude, the landlord is going to
1: be fucking livid. That's the difference. Adam knocks down walls. Desi builds them up. <laughs> oh, wow. That's the that's the deepest this podcast
0: will get. That's the theme. Yeah. <laughs> Deep themes with yep. Vance. <laughs> but yeah, Marnie's like super pissed about it. Uh, and she's like, well, how much did this even cost, Desi? And Desi says, and I wrote this down, don't worry about it. The wall will pay for itself. And she's like, how? <laughs> and he explains that she buys tea from a place. And over the course of a year, it would cost $3,000 for her to buy tea every day from this place. And uh, if she just stops drinking that tea in a little over a year, the wall will have paid itself off. And she's like, what the f-? Fuck, like, this is not
1: what I wanted. Yeah, she's still going to be going to coffee shops to get out of the house. Having that one bedroom is not enough. Like, anybody that's quarantined or just been home, no. Like, you want to get out. You need to get out,
0: especially if you're married to Desi. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So they get into a fight. They start yelling at each other. There's a little shelf there. And she's like, what the fuck is this even, What this is this little tiny shelf for? And then he puts like a Ray Bradbury Digest or something it, collection on it's, it. Uh, I think Ray, Ray Bar- Bradbury had a, a
1: show. I, I feel like, I'm not sure if those were books or DVDs, but I think there was a Ray Bradbury show. Um, and yeah. it seemed like the DVD collection of it. And it fits
0: perfectly in this like, little shelf. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, there you go. It's for that. And she's like, you're being selfish. You don't even fucking think about me when you make these in major decisions. Like, what the fuck is your problem? You're doing this all for you. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm doing it for you because I'm trying to impress you and I'm trying to, like, build all this shit and you don't appreciate it. And then she's like, "Ugh, get out of here. I'm leaving. I'm out. And then he yells at her and uh, she storms off. I think. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. In Desi's slight,
1: slight defense, he was trying to do a nice thing, but he did it wrong. So the thought was there, the
0: execution is just not there. I agree with you, but in Marnie's defense, he does make very major decisions without her that cost them a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, no, he's definitely Um, trying to surprise her with this and thinking she's going to come back and be like, oh my
1: God, this is great. Like, I mean, that's his thought process and- it's wrong,
0: but like, it's not from a bad place. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, there was some other thing that I was going to come to Desi's defense about. Uh, but I can't quite remember what it was at the moment. So we will go forward. Yeah. Um, So now is when Hannah, Marnie and Jess are all hanging out. Do we go into that right we'll now? We'll just t- we'll just touch on that. In this
1: scene, Marnie has a realization that she's been criticizing Desi too much and not letting him be who he is gonna be. Um that's mm-hmm. more or less what comes from this. We can dive into that scene a little later. Um yeah, when we get she, to, she,
0: it's more of a important Hannah and Jess scene. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, she had, comes comes a realization, like you said. And she's like, I need to go apologize to Desi because I'm stifling who he is. And so she goes back to the apartment and Desi's like got a tiny hammer and he's just like going to town on the wall, destroying it, crying and screaming. And why would you want to be with this unhinged person?
1: Yeah, (laughs) it it reminded me of when he had gotten dumped but claimed he broke up with Clementine and he came back and he was all emotional and sobbing and everything like yeah um yeah I, I do if we have any listeners that actually like Desi or like relate to Desi's character or something I would love to hear from them because I just don't feel like anyone can side with Desley. like as much as like you might not like uh, something Marnie does or something Shoshana does or Hannah like or even adam of course but like you could still be like "Uh, yeah i can i can see little seeds of this in there you know that Mm -hmm. i like but
0: desi it's just like no redeeming qualities left you know what's crazy is i feel like there are people out there that are in relationships with desi and they don't see it until out they're out of the relationship Mm -hmm. and then they're like what the fuck And they talk about it with other people. And they're like, why would you date that guy? And they're like, I don't know. It seemed nice at the time. Like, you don't understand. He was really sweet and blah, blah, blah. But this guy is unhinged. Yeah. I'd be worried around him because he seems like he could just snap at any time. Oh, dude. I just remembered a line that Marnie had in the first scene.
1: When she comes in, he's like, oh, I thought you were going to still be with your mom. And she's like, oh, she got a new
0: boyfriend. So she doesn't need me anymore yeah 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 well also going back to what i was what i was saying about him being snapping at any time is marnie's when he's building the wall she says this is insane and then he goes don't fucking call me insane you know my mom used to call me insane and you know i hate it and i was like oh boy this could get ugly and then marnie rightfully is like no i didn't say that you're insane i said this is insane Mm -hmm. so that is like he, that guy could he's got mommy and daddy switch issues. he's got mommy and daddy yeah issues. man he's got <laughs> just issues <Yeah. laughs> like, like so she comes home and he's wailing on the wall he's wailing and sobbing and she's like hey i wanted to come back and apologize and he's like no i'm nothing without you and i was just doing this to try to impress you because i'm so insecure and you're a, a shining star and I'm a rat in the sewer. And she's like, no, you're not. You're perfect. And he's like, you're perfect. And they start to smooch. And he tries to take off his tank top and he's having a very hard time with it. And he's like, I can't even fucking take off this tank top. I'm such a piece of shit. And Marnie's very motherly like, no, no, you're good. You got this. You have got it. And I was like, "Ugh, this is just gross to watch, dude. And that's how we end it, right? Yeah, that's where their story ends. Yeah, and it's just like, was
1: that the arc that Marnie needed? Like, her realization was that she's being too...
0: Like, Marnie can be much, but like... Her realization is like, oh, I need to be an enabler. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like, there's this guy making huge financial and, like, living situations without me, and I need to just go with that. It's like, dude, that is... Not a good idea. And I'll go back to two people with
1: whatever income they have if they share record deals. Two people could get a one-bedroom that's a little bigger than the studio. For sure. Yeah.
0: Even in New York. Yeah, yeah. Like, New York is expensive, but two people don't need to live in a studio. And they're used to paying a lot of money.
1: Where did You know what? Where did Desi live before this?
0: I have no idea yeah. was he living with adam no no, Adam's no. Living he was right he had to be living with clementine right i guess but even when he and marnie started dating he had to live somewhere else like you mm-hmm. can't just move in yeah. with somebody right
1: i mean yeah he, i mean you can but like he wasn't he wasn't living there
0: when he was i don't know, I don't Re- know. remember when ray was homeless that seems like forever ago yeah i remember yeah, <laughs> maybe it was one of those situations. But that was still where, back uh, when
1: that was still back when Charlie was in the picture, so they didn't know what to do with Ray as much.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know where Desi was living before Marnie. Interesting.
1: Do you think Ray and Shoshana would have still been a a thing if Charlie was still around? You know, like if Charlie mm. was still around, I think you don't get Ray and Marnie hook,
0: hooking up. I think if Charlie was still around and maybe Shoshana would have hooked up with him because it wasn't she like goo goo eyes over him that one day. (laughs) Yeah, but she
1: was goo goo eyes over Desi, too, when he showed up because she saw him in One Tree Hill.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, Yeah, so that's the end of Marnie and Desi's story for this episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we shall head on over to elijah who has really carved out a nice place for himself in the show girls yeah he <laughs> as is, a major player with his own storyline and everything <laughs> it's girls plus uh, plus elijah <laughs> yeah you know he's one of the girls whatever yeah. one of those fucking basic bitch comments yeah he's one of my girls this is my gays hate that it's so offensive anyway so we're at ray's coffee shop and ray is staring hatefully across the street at helvetica who and he's you know waxing vitriolically about is that even a word if it is i just pulled that out of my ass and that's a pretty dope word vitriolically uh, i don't think that i know vitriol is a word yeah I, oh, he I, is i'm not talking, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be a friend i'm gonna let it slide he is talking <laughs> with a lot of vitriol about helvetica and the hipsters that go there for their lidless coffee and elijah is working looking for hairs on his lower back because he has a date and he wants to make sure that his lower back looks good for reasons and then ray's like oh you got a date eh who's your date with and then elijah's like oh i'm gonna try and be coy about it it's Not a, he's kind of famous and then ray's looking at him like okay i don't care and he's like it's dill harcourt and ray's like okay uh does (laughs) yeah he's expecting he's expecting a
1: big reaction out of this (laughs) and he's like don't make a big deal and ray just like i didn't say
0: anything (laughs) ray ray no sells it he's just like all right and he's like no he's kind of a big deal like he knows a bunch of really famous people i've seen him with a bunch of all these people in a bunch of these magazines and ray's like okay i don't care ray's more concerned with helvetica but, uh, yeah, and uh, that's basically that scene pretty much.
1: Um, yeah, they just drop a bunch of names. He mentions that it's the dinner party he's going to and, like, that Deal Harcourt one time hung out with Amanda Cox or whatever, and he's like... Amanda Ray's Knox. Like, he was Amanda texting Knox. with Amanda Knox. I'm yeah. Amanda yeah. Knox. He's like, it, didn't she kill someone? Elijah's like, no, maybe. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> whatever. Uh, I think it's interesting that Ray is so open with helping out, like, hannah and elijah like taking the nude photos and then being like oh yeah
0: let me see your lower back like just yeah no no qualms about it at all like, i mean what else is he doing at that i mean but it's also like this is my business you can't just like have your ass out looking for a lower. well there's one customer there that's not paying attention
1: yeah that's true is uh, he eating a scone i still think just being in the neighborhood I'm in, and we've talked about this, I still think that coffee shop would still get some business.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> like it's... Absolutely. Someone like, will
1: walk and be like, there's a line at Helvetica. I'm going across the street. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah.
0: what's the coffee place that's across the street from Alcove? Mar- Maru or whatever? I think yeah. so. There's a coffee place that I. I always see a crazy long line at in the in, on uh Hillhurst mm-hmm. and it's whenever I'm at Alcove and Alcove there's still a bunch of fucking people there and Alcove's a coffee place and then you go down another street and there's another coffee place's got yeah. a, like stamp or whatever they have coffee it's like there's going to be there's enough coffee business to go around yeah i it's interesting like
1: how a coffee shop would not do I'm trying to think of, have I seen a coffee shop that doesn't do business, like even in New York?
0: Yeah, I can't think of one. It's always people sitting there with their laptops, you know, Mm -hmm. writing their screenplays. I mean, out here. Well, everyone, everyone in New York,
1: too. Everyone lives in a converted, uh, in a converted studio apartment and need to get out (laughs) and work on something. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. But uh, it's either like how shitty is Ray's coffee, do you think?
1: Uh, it's not as good as Helvetica apparently if yeah. Elijah doesn't like it, but yeah.
0: So yeah, that's basically that scene. And then the next time we see Elijah, he is uh, on the date with Dil Harcourt and he is crazy nervous. He is typical. I'm on a date with a celebrity. And I can't believe it. This is wild energy. And he's trying so hard to be charming and relatable to Dill Harcourt and Dill Harcourt seems to be going along with it. Like he's having a good time with him.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, one thing that uh, is annoying, not no annoying, but Dill Harcourt notices is that Elijah keeps looking towards the door because he thinks that it's supposed to be a party with his friends and he's supposed to be meeting Dill Harcourt's friends. And uh, if he's concerned that Dill's trying to hide Elijah from his friends and he's like, well, if that's what this, is like i'm fine with that but i just want to know like i thought that people were coming and i was going to be meeting your friends and uh if i'm not that's fine and dill harcourt's like you know what it's not fine and just as he says that like all of his friends show up and then elijah's like oh oh this is so nice someone that actually is showing interest in me
1: yeah it seems like this is their first date really yeah but I don't know. I guess they had a nice interaction at the bar that time they were hanging out. Because who knows how long they were at the bar. Um, That's true. But uh, was there, there's that line, like, they talk about being embarrassed and the two-year-old and all the pictures online and whatever. And then he says something like, oh, I have a team of people to take care of, like, to hide the bad stuff. That seems real threatening NDA, like, yeah. celebrity, like, fuck yeah, stuff. Yeah, and
0: Elijah... He he, like grabs Elijah's hand even and like gripping it really hard. It seems like he's like, and if if uh you know, this is if anything bad happens, if uh, just know that I have a team that gets rid of this kind of bad stuff. And then Elijah's drinking a martini. He's like, oh, this is scary. Yeah, it's like ha, ah, funny but scary. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like,
1: man, yeah, that seems seems threatening. Um Yeah, yeah. And then even all that's the just friends his walk. sense yeah, of humor. Yeah. Yeah, and then is gonna come back later. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I, I thought it would come killed. back. I thought it would come back later, but then the next scene is a montage of them just like having the greatest
0: loving date or whatever out like in yeah like times Times Square. Yeah, like which walking is, around together and taking pictures very of people. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially, like, they're surrounded by people that know who Dill Hardcore is. They're asking to take selfies with him, and he's getting Elijah in on them. He's getting Elijah, like, sign autographs, too. And then in the middle of everybody, they just start kissing, making out hardcore. Yeah, I thought he would want to keep it things a little more discreet. Like, I thought
1: it was, like, oh, one thing to go to this restaurant with the friend. But, like, if you're a celebrity like him, people are going to be taking your picture. People are going to be like, oh, my God, did you see who he was out with, like... If they cared enough about your kid photos, your photos of you being two years old, they're definitely gonna be like, "Oh my god, who is this guy that he's dating?" And when you yeah, Elijah's gonna be in the tabloids. Yeah, (laughs) and you have to like vet Elijah at that point. Be like, wait, what's gonna come out about this guy? (laughs) Like, if it's one thing, if you're dating Emma, you don't know. But like, when it comes out in the news, they're gonna be like, "Who's the guy he's dating?" Well, he works at (laughs) Ray's Coffee Shop. He. was in iowa doing nothing for a while like former dance like yeah. all that stuff is going to come out and i would think you would if you have a team that is your like publicity team that keeps you keeps stuff from getting out they would want to know it would it'd be yeah, like go to absolutely. times square and publicly make out with a guy in front of the most crowded place in the world
0: yeah <laughs> The most iconic part in yeah, New York City, yeah. the most populated city in yeah. the world. Nothing but tourists from other
1: towns. And they're like, ah, classic New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just oh,
0: Celebrities just always go to Times Square to make out. Yeah. So they make an out in Times Square. And then we cut to the next time we see them. They're uh, having sex. And it's very awkward. It's very weird. It was Dill Harcourt kind of has like Adam sex vibes, where it's just very strange directions. Yeah, I uh, he's. I thought a, a thing that they did with this sex
1: scene that was very uh, great in a way of showing is that it showed them in missionary position. Because I think everyone always thinks of gay sex as like doggy style sex or whatever. Yeah, and they just showed them straight up missionary elijah's on top and yeah <laughs> Dill harcourt is like just talking him yeah it was i'm trying to think See, no you know what it reminded you- me you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of when charlie was hooking up with marnie and marnie would tell him like oh do this do that do this do that yeah yeah
0: well i couldn't tell if dill harcourt was joking or not because he was like all right slower yeah. okay now fuck me <laughs> fuck me fast faster faster stop slow It it was like he was playing green, red light, green light with him while I was having sex. I thought it was to show because it's like
1: it comes after another sex scene that we see that we're going to get into. But I think it was just to show like the awkwardness of first time sex with people, basically. Yeah, that's kind of what I got from it. But also, I'm not sure what hardcore deal is. And it seemed like Elijah and him had a great time with it, like it wasn't like. Super awkward. Yeah, they started
0: afterwards yeah. they were like laughing, so that's what made me be like, was that a joke or it's like this just like a funny thing to get Elijah on his toes or something? Yeah. But maybe that's just how Dilharcord likes it. Yeah. More power to him. I, know, it's real. I just never seen that. now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Red light, green light sex, dude. is <laughs> yeah. And uh, that basically wraps up Elijah and Dil Harcourt's story. Well, we cut to another
1: uh, shot of him and he it's uh, Elijah's in his little tidy blackies. (laughs) Yeah. And he walks over to a window and stares out and they're like in a penthouse high rise kind of thing looking out over the city. Yeah. Um, Because Elijah's on top of the world right now.
0: Yeah, it was pretty rad. Yeah, allegedly, he's doing. He's the best. He's of the girls. He's doing the best. <laughs> uh, in in relationship. Well, we'll see. <laughs> like, yeah. So if, this if is by episode. Doing,
1: if if by doing the best you mean hooking up with the
0: most popular person. So a couple episodes ago, when we first met Dill Harcourt, we had an over under how many episodes this is going to last. Would you count the last episode? As, as it lasting because we don't see them at all. No, we said he'd be in all right, so three episodes. Yeah, it was over under three and a half. Um, we said under. This is episode one. Yep. Yeah, so he's got two more episodes before it all comes crumbling down. Mm-hmm. Or we're wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, we've, which we've been a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah since totally. the Maybe since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at our uh hits and misses, the uh, batting average is not very good no. for the boys watching girls. But we're still on the team. They haven't cut us yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're like uh, locker room leaders. Yeah. <laughs> like we've just been around for a while and we know the system. Yeah. Uh but we we're the Chris Davis on the Baltimore Orioles. They're paying us way too much to cut us. <laughs> yeah. We, we're owed a lot of money. Yeah. We know where all the lockers are yeah yeah we show the rooks around yeah all right so hannah uh yeah let's get into it so right off right off the bat in this episode this is the first scene of the episode it sounds like correct me if i'm wrong here but uh so fran is at a table it looks like he's grading papers and it seems like hannah is peeing with the door open uh possibly yeah i was not paying attention to
1: that is where their bathroom is so sure yeah
0: yeah the door was open Mm -hmm. it sounded like water was running i don't know if she was just washing her hands i thought that she was maybe taking a bath or a shower but then she comes out fully clothed so i'm just assuming she was peeing with the door open yeah i'm not sure no boundaries i mean you're married you're married vance Do, do you pee with the door open no yeah, I don't think I think there's a, there are some lines that some boundaries. Yeah. But if you watched uh, what's the movie,
1: the movie with Nicole Kidman and uh, uh, and her ex husband Tom, Cruise. Tom uh, Cruise, eyes wide and- shut, eyes wide shut, yeah, they yeah. open and they're like getting ready, and she's in the bathroom peeing, and they're all getting dressed together, and they're just
0: roaming around. You know I what? Know. I actually. I had a girlfriend that would be fine, like, going to the bathroom while I'm, like, brushing my teeth.
1: Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, you're, like, there's a full, <laughs> that's a direct relation. Yeah, that's even I worse. Guess. But
0: that's, you know it, what, Wait, she's, like, in you know the what? bathroom. No no no, right? no, 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 no. Somehow it seems worse to just her not be in the room and leave the door open than for both of us to be in the bathroom. That's stupid. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. To me, that seems like, I don't know. <laughs> No, no. like your
1: situation's way worse. Like, she's in a completely different room. Like, look, I hear your logic, and it,
0: Vance, I hear your logic, and it makes complete sense. But in my brain, it seems better to be in the same room. I don't know. Well, I also had another roommate at the time, too. I don't know, man. It was wild. (laughs) (laughs) You should just stop talking. Like, the more you talk. You're digging your own <laughs> grave here. <laughs> like, yeah. that's even right. more rude. A roommate there, okay. too. Close the door. God. Well, we did close the door. We closed the door, but both of us were in there together. Oh, God. Now so that he are. wouldn't see us let's, in the bathroom. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> we, we had to hide our shame, Ben. <laughs> so anyway, um, Fran's grading papers, but it turns out that he's, like, looking over Hannah's grading of her papers for her students and he's got some issues with how Hannah's grading her papers. And he's like, look, these, this is grammatically incorrect. These kids aren't, this is not good. And you're just letting them off. And you're not docking them for all of these grammatic errors, grammatical errors. And she's like, yeah, because the point of this assignment wasn't about grammar. It was more about emotional reactions to the poetry. And like it's, a, it's supposed to be visceral, just write down what you feel. And Fran's like, yeah, that's not going to help anybody uh you should really uh consider grading with this gr- like with these spelling and grammar errors and then they get into a bit of a fight and then he starts to grade it and she's like what the fuck are you doing they have a tug of war with one of the papers and it looks like it kind of got ripped mm-hmm. and uh then we cut to the title card yeah uh i'm on hand
1: side here a hundred percent me too um, absolutely one is like she's gonna teach her way, he's gonna teach his way, but also the assignment isn't about grammar. Like those are two separate things. Like writing, mm-hmm. like writing gets broken down into just like get it all out, get the thoughts out, get it organized, and then you can go back and fix the grammar up. But when kids, mm-hmm. are, when you're telling kids to try and like express themselves and put their heart and soul or whatever thoughts on a paper, like. You analyze those thoughts and then you can go into the grammar. But if you just start putting red marks all over something that someone just like put their soul into, why will they ever? They're going to get so locked up in trying to make sure, oh, this comma goes here. Or uh, is it a possessive apostrophe this or is it, you know, like if they go so locked up in that they can't create anymore. And that happens to people, yeah. too. Like I have that editing like mindset when I write and I have to like turn it off because you, you'll just start checking everything you know
0: yeah dude yeah yeah no I, i'm i'm with you hannah's 100 in the right and it's also like fran why are you giving yourself extra work
1: <laughs> and it it just goes to show like a little bit of what fran is but it's also um now that we're talking about it it actually is the first um seed where we talk about hannah's writing her her own writing because he mentions mm-hmm. like they need to learn this. And like, you need to learn this. Like he's questioning like her own writing. Like he says it under his breath, but like it's there. And then something Jessa says later is also like questioning her writing. So it's like a little bit of, Oh yeah, we might be getting back into this part for Hannah, you know?
0: Yeah. I thought that was interesting and it was interesting to see. This is our first kind of chink in the armor for Fran, where it's like, this guy might be a little flawed, oh boy wait turns into a control freak ocd person i
1: i agree with hannah in this situation i don't think this is a make or break thing yeah yeah for me um like really he should uh they need to separate boundaries he shouldn't even be looking over her papers like for one yeah i don't know why yeah um and i get he's like oh my god i just want to fix this thing but it's not like she said hey take a look at these and then he did it or whatever um, also we mentioned that they would never bring up those photos from last episode or the episode yep. before um, yeah of course not I guess yeah no I guess, word on the nudes I guess her deleting all of his spank bank didn't affect anything or her not saying maybe, I love you back
0: maybe he just really enjoyed her nudes that yeah. she replaced them with Yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, frame Um, uh, yeah. So uh the next time we see Hannah is she is teaching a class and it's ending and she's giving back the graded papers and her one student with the ripped paper, Miley, which is spelled M-A-I-L-E, mm-hmm. uh, which was a bit of a disagreement. Between Hannah and Fran. Because Fran pronounces it male. And she's like she hates that. Her yeah. name is Miley. Yeah. Why do um, parents just do that to kids? To well it's. <laughs> well it's weird that Fran. Is so anal about the grammar errors. But he won't call students. By how they want to be called. Well it goes to Hannah's point of like. Well she says we're all going to be speaking
1: Chinese. In, in a few years or something like that. But like yeah. later. like The point is grammar so randomly fluid and like mm-hmm. the way the world is now like tweets aren't like people get paid to write tweets and they're not like grammatically correct blogs posts yeah. aren't this podcast isn't you just made up a word i did vitriolic <laughs> or whatever possibly maybe it's a word. i don't know <laughs> but exactly like language is a fluid thing like you need to know the basis of grammar and there's like a way to teach that too but the other process is a part of it
0: yeah so the student comes up to hannah and is like what happened to my paper like what the fuck and hannah's like oh you want to know what happened to your paper let's go talk to mr fran and find out what happened to your paper and this is where i hop off the hannah being on hannah's side train because she interrupts fran's class she knocks on his door brings him out into the hallway and she's like my student would like to know what happened to her paper, Fran. And he's like, this is not a good time. And she's like, it's fine. I just pulled you out of class. It's no big deal. And he's like, actually, that's a pretty big fucking deal because that's my job. And uh, she's like, I want you to explain to her what happened with her poem or her reaction to a poem. And he calls her mail. She's like, it's Miley. And then Hannah and Fran basically have the same argument in front of the student and they're bickering at each other and the student is so uncomfortable, rightfully so. And this is just incredibly unprofessional. And this is where I hop on this part of the argument. I'm on Fran's side. I'm still on Hannah's side a bit in this argument
1: right here. One, Fran's actions the night before is what caused this to happen Yeah, for sure so also it's a high school class it doesn't matter if you step out for 10 (laughs) minutes it really doesn't like i'm sorry like it's not like the he he was talking about oh sometimes the presidents don't and the first lady don't sleep in the same room like he was not giving like vital information like (laughs) it wasn't it it wasn't like oh my god this class is Like. You missed 10 minutes of that class. We're so far behind. Like, whatever. Um, also, like, the I didn't understand. Like, I got the student being um, uh, uncomfortable, but she also was so distressed by the paper that she brought it up to the teacher. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and then once she was trying to get her answer, she seemed like, oh, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> like, I was like, you you, yeah, see, you seem like the kid cared. And then yeah, now once she,
0: the, once she saw Once she saw the bickering and the argument that was happening she's like i'm out i'm done with this i don't want to have anything to do with this anymore if i was hannah and the student came up to me i was like what happened to my paper i would have been like uh, I, I i got crumpled up on uh i sat on it or something <laughs> that's what you would say and you accidentally put yeah, red marks fucking, on it well <laughs> fucking lie
1: um Instead, she is honest and says her boyfriend, which is interesting because I don't know if that's been uh, established in the school. What's the dating process? Does the principal know? I can't wait till we
0: get another principal scene. I love those scenes. That principal is great. He has such great logic to (laughs) hammer home at Hannah and she always like worms her way out of it. She can
1: deflect him so well. Um, It's ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, she was calling a student a crazy bitch in a hallway. (laughs) before like her having this conversation is like light work (laughs) (laughs) and he's like i think you're being uh a a bit too much or whatever and she's like i'm being just enough (laughs) or something which is a great line
0: i thought that when he called her a bit too much that was gonna like flip her over the edge and just she was gonna freak out oh i'm being a bit too much like that's what's uh I think it's like Britney Spears always has songs where it's like, "Oh, you think I'm crazy? I'll show you crazy." It's like <laughs> that's not the way to win this argument. <laughs> um, yeah, but look, like she actually doesn't go off the off the rails here, which I was like, "Oh, great, she scree- dude!" She screams at Fran, "This child's blood is on your hands," as he's walking back into his classroom. <laughs> I did love that line. <laughs>
1: Uh, like, yeah. Oh God. What did what did Fran expect? Fran, you yeah, I don't know. Fran, you did this
0: year. Fran new. Fran, you did Fran new. Last season you were like, you're dramatic, and yeah. now she's being dramatic and you're surprised, yeah. Fran. And like this is yeah. dramatic because you did something, not like her, like yeah. Yeah, dude. He should not have been great in her papers. I don't think you could what do that. What kind of teacher is do, he?
1: You can't do that with any other teacher. Like, even if you weren't dating It was like, Don't touch my papers. Like, don't don't interrupt yeah. someone else's like work process. Another question I had: Is Hannah full time now? I think so. Okay, because I was like, she's at first she started out as a sub, and now she's just there.
0: I could, I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, that teacher must be out sick a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I think she I'm much, assuming she's full time now. I'm assuming she's full time too because she's always teaching the same like English literature class. Yeah, so. Either that teacher is very, very ill and is in the hospital, or she's full-time. Also, just to go back to this and triple down on it, you don't, grammar doesn't matter in poetry at all. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, have you seen E.E. E. Cummings? <laughs> yeah. like you Dude just, doesn't capitalize shit.
1: Like, it <laughs> doesn't matter. It's poetry. Like, it's not a, it's not like a a dissertation
0: or something where you're like, okay, this needs to be formatted right, you know? I couldn't tell, What were they writing poems or were they writing reactions to poems? I can't remember exactly. Me neither. And that's kind of what I got. I just realized. I was like, is this, what What am I talking it about? It just seems like whatever they were writing,
1: Fran overreacted to the, the wording.
0: Yeah, yeah, Fran definitely overreacted. He, why would you make more work for yourself? Yeah. It's not your students. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. I, I, I commend him for caring,
1: but, you know, you don't have to.
0: Yeah, I would maybe mention it to Hannah and be like, why is this all fucked up? And then she's like, oh, that's because I did it this way. And be like, oh, that's pretty stupid, but uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, That's how I would have been. You can have a conversation, (laughs) but just don't start writing. But I get
1: the drama for the show. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. So this causes Hannah to be extremely distraught. And she walks over to Jess's apartment where Marnie is hanging out. And and, uh, is Jess's apartment Shoshana's apartment? Or what is this place? I think it's just jessa's apartment this is the same apartment where she and adam masturbated in front of each other because i recognize that couch yeah so she so jessa has her own apartment i i I think so okay okay sure yeah i mean does it matter yeah no we don't know where anybody we don't know where desi lived at all yeah it doesn't matter (laughs) Um, so Hannah goes over and she's, you know, talking shit about Fran, being like, I don't think I can date this guy anymore. And Marnie's like, What the fuck are you talking about? And she's, he's a good guy. No, no, Marnie has the
1: best. She's like, I don't even know what oh, this is
0: about, but whatever, Fran's probably right. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote this, this specific quote down for that one too. Yeah. Cause I was like, This is, I don't even know what this argument's about, but I'm just going to assume that Fran is right. Yeah. Is like the best. The best summation of Hannah's life. <laughs> it was so I'm just good. thinking of
1: Shoshana's friends and how nice they are in Japan <laughs> and <Yeah>. how supportive.
0: <laughs> and these girls are just the horrors <laughs> <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, so Marnie basically is like, "Friend's a good guy. Don't break up with him." And Hannah's saying that you know he seems like a good guy, but secretly he's a manipulative under the surface uh insidious guy who's a control freak and he's trying to take over things and then Marnie's like stop right now. <laughs> Do not break up with Fran. And then they she says something about like, well at least Fran seems sane and uh or she says something about Adam. She's like she, Yeah. She's like at least uh, at Fran his,
1: seems it's, she's like, Fran seems sane, and then like, unlike Adam. And she's like, Adam was insane, but in a he was. She said sane Adam was actually
0: ins- sane, but he was in an insane person's body. Yeah. And then this is where Jessa chimes in, and she's like, No, you're actually wrong about that. Adam's fucking insane. He's all fucked up, and that guy sucks. Yeah. And then they both kind of look back at Jessa, like, What was what was that about? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we haven't gotten into it, but when this scene started, it
1: was like it was all just like talk so that Jessica hear it basically. Yeah. yeah. Even though Marnie, while she's talking to Hannah, it comes to her realization
0: of like, oh, maybe I need to like support Desi more. Um Yeah, I know, don't know how she made that leap based off of what Hannah's saying. I, I forget the exact connection, but whatever it was like a one to one of like,
1: oh I'm doing what you're doing to or or she was doing what Fran was doing to her. Like, Fran wasn't yeah, yeah, letting yeah, yeah. her, what wasn't letting Hannah just be the crazy Hannah that she is. Something like yes, that. Yes, no? yes, yes, yes.
0: You're correct. And then, uh, yeah, then she leaves to go apologize to Desi, and then Hannah's stuck there with Jessa. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, should we start to do Jessa's story now? Because this is where they kind of entangle. Um, yeah, sure. If you want. Yeah, your call. Yeah, I think we should because it, yeah. the next scene is a yeah, Hannah yeah. and Jessa. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, the first scene that we see Jessa in is she's at a all-women's AA meeting, and Adam shows up, and the woman's like, "Hey, this is all for women only." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh fuck! All right, I'll leave." And I forget, and... I forget the name. It's Sue.
1: I want to say Sue Galloway or something. The actress that's the uh, telling the story of like not wanting to be a mother and her in the. AA, she's from 30 Rock um, she's in 30 Rock and other stuff but yeah, just went through it out yeah.
0: so Adam leaves Jessica is like, what the fuck is he doing here she, she leaves now, the meeting is over and then Adam's waiting outside for her and she's like, what are you stalking me now? And he's like, I don't know, I just didn't know that you went to this meeting uh, and I've heard that you've been going to women's only meetings now and Jessica's like, yeah, I really need sisterhood And he's like, No, you don't. You're avoiding me. And this and she's like, What are you talking about? And he's like, You're avoiding me. And you're going to these women's only meetings because you're avoiding me. And I don't know why. So like, what's the deal? She's like, Because I can't do this with you because of Hannah. And then Adam calls her a pussy and then walks away. There's like
1: There's some interesting stuff in this where he lies and says, Oh, I was in town rehearsing for a role as a pickpocket and he takes out a wallet and hands it to her. She's like, what really? And it's like, this is your wallet. And he's like, <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I was like, okay. So if he stole someone's wallet, Jessa, you would be super excited. Yeah. And then also she was like, you keep texting me these weird text messages. that are not even full sentences. You need eat. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Because um, that, because we've, it's been a track record of Adams of being a terrible text message person and a terrible conversation
0: on the phone. Absolutely. Um, I felt really weird about this scene because I don't know anything about addiction or, you know, Mm -hmm. but like, it seems like if Jess is like, this is what I need right now. And then Adam's flipping a shit about it. Like, don't you see how that could be very bad for
1: Jessa? Well, I, I felt this, I feel what you're, what you're saying here. I, I don't think, I don't think she's actually going to these meetings for sisterhood and to, uh, just to get help, you know, for her addiction. I think she's definitely doing this to keep going to AA, but to not be around Adam. That's one. But him calling her a pussy is like the peer pressure way of getting someone to date you, which is weird. Like that's what you call someone (laughs) when they don't want to take a shot. A beer yeah, or something, exactly. you know. Like, it's like the weird. So I get that connection of like, hey, this person is really susceptible to someone telling them, calling them out for not doing something. So yeah, that's not a great way for this relationship to start, because it was that like when seemed... she was when she was clean and Jasper was like, hey, come on, let's do it, let's do it, and she was like, I don't want to do it, and he's like, come on, do it, you know, you want it, like, and then yeah. she did it and she fell back into like junkiedom.
0: Yeah, dude, this scene for some reason made me super uncomfortable and it felt very like Adam should not be doing this. Like, this is not good. Well, yeah. One, he's stalking, which isn't great. Two, he's saying that. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> not great. Not great. I think we all can admit this isn't a good decision. <laughs> Two, he's saying Hannah would just do it and not care. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. Um, And then calling her a pussy at the end, which is just not even like there's definitely a better way to phrase that which they've done in the other episodes where they've had the same conversation 50 times you know yeah um and then yeah, i was
0: like they're still
1: on this yeah. like
0: just i thought they were jerking off in front of yeah, each other like they're just getting...
1: and then she says i don't even like her right about hannah as she's walking away yeah. as he's
0: walking away which i yeah. was like okay that weird yeah so then it's the Hannah Marnie Jessica scene where they're talking, and Fran has that she has a Hannah's talking about Fran, and Marnie has a realization, and Jessa talks about Adam being a psycho. And then so next is wait wait so, Jessa. Uh, so what's up? The episode's called Old Loves because that's a,
1: the name of a Tumblr that Marnie's looking at, and it's old celebrity couples. So that's oh, that's the okay. that's the reasoning for the episode being called Old Loves. Um, yeah. Because uh, this and is like, like because this scene is kind of tying everybody's relationship together and oh Hannah says something that was interesting where she says I think maybe relationships just have a a finite time and they should just end and like they don't last forever and I was like what, weren't you talking about forever couples <laughs> like
0: last yeah, season? yeah she also she also mentions like you know maybe some couples times just run out like yeah. Cher share and whoever she was dating uh no she uh, she mentioned
1: uh whoopi goldberg and ted danson
0: whoopi goldberg and ted danson she's like maybe me and fran maybe that's over and that's when marnie gets up she's like don't break up with him i'm got to go yeah, yeah so then uh jessa and hannah go and get i don't know what this dessert was um was they
1: it- went to a rice pudding shop and when this okay. happens, i was like i remember being in new york when like i think that rice pudding shop opened or like rice pudding shops were like a thing for like a hot minute i don't remember that at all and it's not like a you do not need to go to a place that just serves (laughs) rice pudding like it is
0: this is this is going to be yeah this is going to be very topical and of this time so if you're listening to this in like you know 2022 or whatever it might not make sense but right now we're living in the like coronavirus pandemic quarantine And for some reason, this scene of them in the rice pudding shop ordering rice pudding without masks and just eating it out in the open with people, it made me so sad because I haven't done any, you know, we're not allowed to do anything like that for the safety of the world. And I was just watching that and being like, wow, that is what the world used to be. No mask. You just went outside, didn't give a fuck
1: oh yeah i mean it that really that happens when you watch anything nowadays like, yeah
0: um you're just like oh, i don't yeah. know why like usually like i i haven't had that feeling but today with this scene hmm. it really bummed me out yeah <laughs> i thought you would have had
1: that feeling last episode when uh when uh, shoshana goes to that
0: concert and it's like oh, fully yeah. packed Well i never ever. went to concerts okay but you know me; I used to go to Froyo places like all the fucking time. So it dude. hit you specifically
1: that you couldn't yeah. get a uh, Froyo.
0: Yeah, couldn't get a nice, delicious, icy treat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, uh, the rice pudding fad was a thing at one point. All right. I don't know if it lasts. I don't think it didn't last, but uh, it, it
0: they might be still one shop. Who knows? Yeah. So um, Hannah and Jess are talking and. Hannah's basically still complaining about she's complaining about everything as Hannah does. And. uh Jess is kind of pissed off at her because she's like, well, I didn't want to come out here, but I, here I am catering to your needs again. Another thing uh, that we forgot to mention in the. uh when they're all together is that uh
1: jessa is studying apparently she's in school for uh mm. to be at the therapist or whatever um and she's like mm-hmm. hey guys i need to study and marnie and hannah are just there like yeah just like ruining her and she and jessa has like a comically large amount of books around her <laughs> it's like it's like she's reading 20 books at a time and trying to study yeah whatever um well, I mean, if I mean, it probably is true, though, I never did med school or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, so then they go down here. She still mentions like, hey, I really wanted to study. But Hannah's like, I want to take yeah. you out, whatever.
0: Yeah. Hannah's like, I want to take you out. And then Hannah only has an Amex card and they don't accept the Amex. So just like, great. I didn't even want to come here. And now I'm treating you. I'm taking you out. This is just perfect. Typical Hannah shit. Yeah, it's like and which is an sitting- overreaction because anybody that hangs out with people
1: with Amex cards knows that these places just don't accept Amex sometimes.
0: Yeah, why even have one? You know?
1: I don't really know. Um, it's status symbols,
0: I guess. So no, my, my, my
1: my wife has an Amex card, and oh dude, <laughs> so she has the Amex card, the white one with the blue in it. Uh, oh dude, that one's so cool—the see-through one. Yeah. So when we were in Argentina like we paid for something at a shop and like they were so like they like they had never seen that card before like they were like (laughs) what and she called another like employee over to see the card and i'm like (laughs) man like all you need is that card to feel like you're
0: like a superstar over there yeah man i remember when that card first came out i like yelled at my mom i was like you gotta get that credit card (laughs) <laughs> like it's, it's weird the I numbers you are could different. just get
1: them the numbers are different like most credit cards have like a three-digit
0: code they have like four digits uh it's yeah they it's, have a four-digit code and there's yeah. less numbers yeah on the front of it yeah. i think just a way to set yourself apart it seems i guess yeah but uh so then jessa and hannah are having like this weird awkward conversation about like you know thanks for coming out with me or whatever. And just like, yeah, what else would you be doing? You'd just be on the internet, ruining your brain, looking at all the same websites over and over again. Maybe that's why your writing sucks now or whatever. You lost your lust for writing. Oh, that, maybe that's why you stopped writing. Yeah. Cause um, your brain is rotted yeah. by all these websites. And,
1: and Hannah's, and like, Hannah's mm, like, that's, that's <laughs> a, that's a low blow for nowhere, you know? Um, yeah. Which I thought it, that was the second time that, her writing has been brought up you know yeah Which i was like oh all right they're really digging into this like she got maybe this it is the bit. uh
0: maybe this is the the uh spark that lights the fire for her to start writing again or
1: something i feel like her book contract will probably come back into play you know like remember it was like mm-hmm. a two-year thing for the book the yeah. be owned by that one company but that one other company wanted it but they don't have the rights yet and i feel like I feel like this season will get her back into the writing thing, which she seems okay with the teaching, but the these seeds have been planted that you know, like Franz questioned it, Jessa's questioned it, so
0: yeah, uh, and then Jessa has some other insult for her. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember the one that like put her over the top to get Hannah to be like, "Why are you being so mean to me?" Mm-hmm. And then Justice says, "I'm always mean to you," <laughs> which I thought was amazing. It was great. Uh, and then and Han- then Hannah says, "Yeah." Hannah says something like, "Yeah, but usually it's nicer." <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, oh, that, um, that was a great moment. Yeah, and. I think that Hannah says something like, It maybe like it makes it seem like you don't even really want to be friends with me anymore. And then Jess is like, Maybe I don't. And Hannah's like, Well, all righty then. And then I guess I'll go take my rice pudding elsewhere. And then she leaves. And then she stands outside and she's like staring at Jessa through the window. And then she walks back in. She goes in Jess's face and she she's pointing like She's like a centimeter from her nose. You could feel the heat off of her finger, and she's like, "I want you to know that you're a bitch, and you've always been a bitch, and right now you're being a huge fucking cunt." And then walks out. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and I was like, "This is long overdue,
1: Hannah." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this was long overdue for you to say that. Um. Uh. And oh, she said, "I'm gonna leave." Hannah said, "I'm gonna leave if." I'm going to spend time with my boyfriend who doesn't like me instead of being here with you who doesn't like me or, you know, or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah.
0: If I'm going to be with someone who hates me, I'm going to go be with my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a great line. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And, and I expected, I expected the Jessa scene to have a bunch of, uh, uh to really have a real confrontation where they actually talked about the thing or that she revealed yeah. it. Instead of her doing, it was interesting to see Hannah be able to
0: see through Jessa's like fake. Yeah, she's a. Fate she says that ha- "Yeah, she says that Jessa's acting weird and being different, and like, why are you acting like?" She's this? like, "I just wanted to study, and you guys pulled me out." She's like, "No, that's not it. It's definitely yeah.
1: something more." And I thought Jessa was gonna say something, but instead, she just kept going deeper into like just being mean to Hannah. Yeah. Who At this point, Hannah has so many faults. At this point, she's not at fault at all. (laughs) Like, I think if she started to hook up with Adam, she'd be like, oh, man, I did not like that, but fine. (laughs) Like, you know, I think she'd say yeah, but not really mean it. You know, if she actually asked her. Um, It was interesting. So she just basically did the the equivalent of oh i like another person so i'm gonna but i'm with someone else so i'm gonna get
0: mad at that other person so they break out with me so i can be with the other person and yeah yeah, yeah 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 do the whole like i'll just be a shitty boyfriend yeah. so they break up with me and i can be with the other person now. yeah yeah and see it's not my fault they broke up with me like yeah, yeah. still get the sympathy like oh, i just got dumped it's like yeah, yeah but you you know what you did <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Um, So then Jessa goes over to Adam's apartment. She knocks on the door. Adam says, I'm not here. (laughs) Yeah, Adam. I just, I don't like, I don't like in love, Adam. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So then he opens the door and he's like, Oh, hey, what's up? And Jessa's like, clearly upset. She's like, I just got back from being hanging out with Hannah. And I have to let you know, like, this is wrong. What we're doing is wrong. And I am like, you are shaking. Like, what's, is everything all right? Like, are you, are you good? And then Jessa says, "Uh, I've wanted this for so long. And then Adam says, me too. And they start making out. And then they are having sex. And it is real awkward, but kind of sweet. It was perfectly awkward. Like I think they yeah. handled this like so well, and this scene is cut with Elijah and Dill Harcourt. Who, who no, it are cuts. Also it it cuts to it afterwards. It's not intercut.
1: It's oh, it's, it's, not? it's completely after. Like it's not like back and forth.
0: Oh, I could have swore it was like nope. Adam and Jessa were fucking. Then they cut to Dill, and then they go back to Adam, and Adam says uh... no. They're just having, they're having a struggle with the, uh, with the old sex. No, uh, they go like, it's basically this one ends as like, oh,
1: this what like bad sex is like, and Adam and, uh, Jess are kind of like laughing and then you cut, then it's a hard cut to Elijah and deal. Deal. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did like the, the Adam's trying to be sweet. Jess is giving him direction it's just bad. They, they they couldn't decide on a position. Yeah. And it's like their foot to... was coming off. the. Because I was like, oh, why are they just on the couch?
1: You know, I was yeah. like, this is tough. But then I realized he's staying at Ray's. So yeah. it's only a one bedroom at Adam's old place. Yeah. Right. Which is also yeah. weird. Like Adam's just like crashing on the couch at Ray's. Right. Hey, the, the lesson here is: do not become a Broadway actor. <laughs> Apparently, you will be building walls or sleeping on a coffee shop owner's couch.
0: Like, Adam's been in commercials. He's been on TV. Like, dude, I was in a commercial, and you get and he was in a national commercial. No, yeah, like he's. It dude, seems like that's he, it's that's a load of money. It seems like he has enough for his own place,
1: or at least a two bedroom where he have a room. Like. Yeah. I don't know if he's just sleeping on that couch because I don't think Adam has a two-bedroom apartment.
0: I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, it was just a one-bedroom, right? Yeah. But uh, I did I love know. the line of, uh, is this what bad sex is like? And Jess is like, yeah. <laughs> and then they start laughing. Yeah, I just felt like they just got into a weird
1: positioning and could never get out of it. Yeah. But yeah, they, again, both both sex scenes end with like a little laughter and like not it's not one of those ones where I'm like this was terrible never doing it again this was a huge mistake it's like no you get to see that these couples are actually kind of like
0: they're down for each other you know yeah um, like this is a this is a mulligan yeah we're gonna yeah. like this is bad yeah but we're gonna work on this we're gonna get it right the next time <laughs> yeah yeah and there will be a next time oh absolutely um but this is definitely 100% confirmed Joe's prediction was right that they are going to hook up. And uh, see, the thing is, yeah. you doubted yourself, though. I did. There was yeah, a like yeah. this, I think it was like a, an episode or two after I made the prediction. Yeah. I was like, I don't think this is happening. And uh, yeah, I've never doubted myself. I'm still not doubting myself. You still think I am going to hook up with Marnie, all right?
1: The, if that happened now that she's married and he's hooked up with two of the four girls (laughs) like that would be insane my only my only thing i'm hanging on to is a weird dream sequence (laughs) which this show has not done there's been like one flashback never done and no no dream sequences (laughs) so that's (laughs) but see i am not wavering in my belief yeah I shouldn't have doubted myself. You doubted yourself. I had to say, don't don't doubt it. They have something there.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm still taking the W on this one though. Yeah. Um. So then it's like a cut between all of the couples. It's like Adam, it, it, Jess is laying on Adam's chest. And then uh, Elijah and Dill. Uh, this is when Elijah walks out onto the porch. And then Hannah and Fran are like back-to-back grading papers. And Fran looks back and Hannah's just like kind of ignoring him. It's it's kind of great uh,
1: framing in that shot because uh, Fran is still sitting on the couch where they last had sex and mm-hmm. he told her that he loved her, you know, and she's back at mm-hmm. the table. So he's still like, like sitting middle of that couch is just terrible for Fran.
0: Just bad moments every time. Yeah. Um, yeah. He should avoid that couch. Put burn some sage around that couch <laughs> yeah, or whatever yeah. those hippie people do. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: And the episode ends with just, like, Jessa lying on Adam's chest and then, like, looking at him and staring at his face while he's asleep. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is fine, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: So now we get the drama later of Hannah finding out. You think they're going to make that space out until like the end of the season like the season finale of she finds out no I think I saw like a thumbnail for the next episode it
1: looks like they're like hanging out together Adam and Adam and Jessa are at least like hanging out together somewhere I I don't think it's a way for them to keep this a secret alright yeah I mean like Ray's gonna see it right like Ray's gonna I think that Ray could keep a secret like that though but he works with Elijah.
0: Oh, that. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this is, yeah. No, there's no secrets within this group. Not for... not. Yeah. I don't think... Because what are we, four episodes end of the season? I don't think this lasts the whole... I think they'll find out in an episode or two. Yeah, six episodes would be a long way yeah. to stretch that. And be unnecessary. Like, you'd rather have the drama. Yeah. Um, yeah. My question is... What do you do? You think we see
0: Shoshana next episode? Well, you want me to tell you the name of the next episode? Yeah, maybe it'll lead to some uh, kind of clue. Go for it. The title of the next episode is "Queen for Two Days." So, I don't think that we're going to be seeing Shoshana the next episode. Uh Queen for Two Days. I don't know. I have no idea either. Yeah. Usually we got a cute little prediction. Uh, I'm gonna force
1: I'm gonna force a prediction. Uh Desi gives Marnie a spy day retreat thing. Mm. So that Okay. Yeah. You
0: know. All right. I went, I went I went out of left field with that one. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I just don't know uh but thanks for listening guys that's our episode on old loves uh follow us on social media we got the boys watching girls podcast on instagram if you want to write in to send us an email or something we got some good emails we got some good knowledge turns out the last episode that was titled japan was filmed in japan according to one of our listeners
1: and we figure out and our listener let us know that the spa that they're at is called an onsen or an onsen and as, yeah. uh, there are a ton of those around Japan. They're like hot springs. Um, yeah, probably was not a part of their company. Yes.
0: But like, why was all, all of them there?
1: I think that's just I what, know. I think it's a cultural thing and people go there. Like, uh, what do what do people do in the U.S.? What do they go to?
0: Yeah, where do they go together? Yeah. Like, I guess like brunch? Yeah, yeah, it's the equivalent of it's brunch. Like, it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> the, it's brunch. You go <laughs> hang out naked with your friend in a, in a tub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: americans brunch
0: and japanese onsen yeah. so shout out thank you for uh, emailing in and letting us know uh we have an email address it's boys watching girls podcast at gmail.com if you have some info or just want to say what's up send it on in uh but yeah thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you next time see ya Are you threatening me you try to fuck with me you're toast i'm just kidding oh. sort <laughs> <Sword> of <laughs> oh scary